Welcome, welcome back to another 10-minute commute. I am your host, Sherrod. Listen, I am so glad that you are tuned back in to this 10-minute segment uh, that we have each week right here on Behind the Grind Podcast. Uh, The goal of this uh, 10-minute commute is to keep you inspired, to encourage you, uh, to add some awareness, to get you to think, to provoke your thoughts, uh, or just to just have a conversation. You can just listen to me, right? Uh, this program is definitely my opportunity just to share some things that I feel pressed on my heart to share with you. And so this week, I want to talk about losing home court advantage, right? And so bear with me, those of you who are saying, man, here he goes again, talking about sports. Um, as you know, here on Behind the Ground, we do use that sports analogy from time to time, and we do bring that in. So if you could bear with me, I think there's a principle and there's some thoughts that we can learn from this analogy. You know, currently right now in the NBA, they are in the NBA Finals, and uh, it's been exciting to see two teams that are playing for uh, championships, similar to in the NCAA Tournament um, a few months back, uh, two teams that were playing uh, were probably the least likely teams, right? And this time we see two least likely teams playing. I think a lot of us thought there would be the uh, uh, the Brooklyn Nets and the Lakers and all these great teams, but we're seeing two very competitive teams playing in the NBA Finals. And if you're not aware of those teams, it's the Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks. So track with me. I'm not, it's not about them today, but I want to make a point. Both of those teams are playing, and the first two games were played in Phoenix, and the Phoenix Suns won those two games, Um, and you can contribute a lot of that because they had the home court advantage, right, the first two games. The third and fourth game were played in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee did a good job, and they won those two games, right, and you can contribute that to their home court advantage. The fifth game that was played the other night or a few nights ago, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks won that game, but they played in Phoenix. And so because they beat Phoenix on their home court, they have now taken the momentum away from Phoenix. And now they get a chance to play their next game at home here on Tuesday. And they get an opportunity to play on their home court. Now, let's think of this. The series, how it works is for uh, a team has to win four out of seven games. Uh, Milwaukee now has three games won compared to Phoenix two. And so the next game is on their home court. They have the home court advantage and they have an opportunity to beat Phoenix at home. The problem now is, or the, the, the issue now Phoenix has is they have to learn or figure out a way to win a game on the road, right? They have to figure out a way how to beat Milwaukee on their court to keep their championship dream alive. And I'll just keep it that because at the end of the day, if they lose, they're losing and it's over. So they don't have a home court advantage in this case. I say that to say that many of us, I want us to understand that so many of us love the home court advantage. What what, what advantages come from that? When you're playing on your home court, you have your fans, you have, uh, you know, the court, you're familiar with the arena, you played so many games on this court, you're familiar with your spots. Everything comes with having the home court advantage. Now, the truth of the matter is, you know, if you've played sport, it really doesn't matter when you get locked into your game and how you play. But it does have some level of uh, of advantage being the home team. But now Phoenix is going to have to figure that out. So I want to take us to our lives. You know, we have all been impacted with some disruptions 
and some things that we're used to. And so I want to take us back to the beginning of the pandemic, right? Many, And I want you to think about how you were thinking at the beginning of the pandemic and how you may have lost a little bit of your home court advantage in some area. And how did you adjust to that losing of home court advantage? So, for example, early on in the pandemic, obviously, a lot of things got shut down. So if you're working in a corporate America, you go into your cubicle, you go into your office, uh, you park your car, commute to work, go in, you do your thing. Right. Um, But when the pandemic happened, your employer may have said, hey, stay at home until further notice, work remotely, uh, but still get these reports in. And so your regularity of going to work and going to an office and having the uh, multiple screens, whatever you had set up and how you would go into work. Now your routine is now changing, right? Uh, your kids, you know, they were going to school, going to the classroom. Now we're saying, Hey, you're not going to be able to go back to the classroom. We're going to put these computers in front of you and you're going to have to learn how to do your schoolwork that way. Let's go to our pastors. Our pastors had their regular routine, having uh, the, the Sunday services, uh, the midweek services, all of those things on the routine, but now maybe the state and or just out of cautionary measures when the pandemic happened, they said, wait a minute, we've got to allow uh, the people to stay at home. Now I got to figure out how to film and how to get the uh, message out to keep my congregants or to keep the, the congregation, keep them engaged. All of these things happen, right? Restaurants had to make adjustments from not allowing people to come inside, uh, but maybe they had to learn how to give them uh, drive-through or Grubhub. All these things started happening, and so we lost what we were used to, our regularity. And now we, we've definitely gotten back to that, and, and that didn't last long for a lot of people. But the point I'm trying to make is there are going to come times in your life that things may disrupt you externally, right? Things that you can't control, things that you don't have any uh, any control over, right? Let's just stay with that. External things do happen, and we try to do the best we can to reduce uh, the impact of external issues. We try to think it all out. We try to anticipate it all out. We do the best we can because we know when things change up on the outside, it, it, it may change up our productivity. It may change up our results, all of those things. But the truth of the matter is the internal lesson that we learned through the pandemic is we'll figure it out because the game is really on the line. So just like Phoenix right now, I don't know if they're going to win this game on Tuesday or not, but their their whole their whole championship hopes are on the line. Either they can complain about having to play on the road or they can dig deep down and figure out how to play when they don't have home court advantage. And so to me, what I'm saying to you and to all of us today, how do you play when you lose home court advantage and that and that can relate in any area of your life so if you are a minister if you're a pastor and they tell you tomorrow the doors will never open again will you still be able to minister the gospel will you still be able to teach will you still be that preacher that god called you to be or do you need all of the external lights and trappings listen if you are a a, a, a director right and you have a department and you are used to seeing people and looking them in the face and shaking their hands and doing all these things that they told you tomorrow you're going to have to start managing people virtually Do you have the ability? Are you really that type of leader that can lead somebody when you don't have your regularity or you don't have your home court advantage? Don't get me wrong. Go for your home court advantage when it's there. Take advantage of it when when it's there. But when things change up externally, can you still be who you say you are? I'm thinking about when Jesus, you know, 
and did all of the miracles and the different things. Uh, and when he was cast, you know, he would, there was a, there was a moment in his life where, uh, the, the, there was excitement behind him. There was all of these things that were with him because of the miracles and all of those great things. But then he went through a moment where people were now looking at him strange, or he had to go through moments where people would question why he would heal people on certain days. And, and why would he, so does he allow the external trappings to stop him from the mission that he's supposed to be on? Or does he still do what his father had sent him to do? I think we have to learn how to get in within ourselves, not to be distracted and be so driven by external forces. Yes, rules, regulations will change. The rules will change. The goalposts will change. Uh, Things will not always be the way we like them. They will not always set up. But do you have an internal, internal way of getting and and, and bringing your greatness to whatever you bring it to, right? Do you have an internal way of being better, so much better that it doesn't matter what the environment or the arena is, can you still bring your A game? And so I want to encourage you today. I know the circumstances are not lined up like you want them. I know you had prayed about it. I know you had written it down and you had expectations that have now uh, moved a little bit or have changed a little bit or someone didn't keep their promise. I get all of that. But the truth of the matter is, will will that cause you to switch up? If you lose that advantage, if you lose that home court advantage, does it stop you from being who you say you are and so only you can answer that question only you can face that can you still be consistent can you still show up can you still be everything that you were called to be now that's really vision right that's really pushing the mission that's really going hard behind the grind right do you still show up when they don't recognize your degree do you still show up when they don't honor your doctorate do you still show up ha huh? because you've been hiding behind some of these accolades for so long ha huh? but does it still change who you are or did the external certificate make you who you are I need you to understand that we're in an environment that you just got to be who you are if you are the most talented individual on the scene just show who you are just be who you are listen don't 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 hide behind uh, the comfort don't hide behind the familiarity those those things are nice and those accolades and all of those great things are nice to have to go along or to accompany accompany what you have, but don't get lost in understanding that you still have to be who you're supposed to be, whether you have the home court advantage or whether you lose the home court advantage. So in any shape or form, I hope that inspires you to do the internal work that you need and not rely so much on the external work. And so we'll we'll continue. We'll continue to share with you each week. So meet us back here, right here on the 10 minute commute every Monday. And if you get an opportunity, listen to our next conversation on this Friday right here on Behind the Ground.